Hi there. Welcome to Alphabet Soup, the podcast with short and sweet educational episodes on a variety of health topics. This is your host, Neva Hidejat, and this season I'm focusing on cancer. So if you haven't already, check out some previous interviews I've done with experts and cancer patients to hear the valuable stories they share. For today's episode, I'm sharing the latest research on HPV-related cancer, which gives insight to how viruses that linger dormant for a lifetime in most people may awaken cancer in some. I'll also be talking about the concerns regarding vaccinating kids for HPV that have emerged in response to the new findings. So, if this sounds interesting to you, stay tuned. First, let's talk a little bit of history. It's no secret that a negative stigma around the LGBTQ community had existed long before the AIDS pandemic stormed urban populations in the 1980s. Discriminatory government practices in countries like Great Britain are proof that humans are able to commit the greatest of evils, including turning against one of the nation's greatest heroes because of their sexuality. Alan Turing, remembered as a British mathematician pivotal in cracking the Enigma code that would save 14 million people in shortened World War II by an estimate of at least two years, and as the father of computer science, was later prosecuted for being a homosexual. These quote-unquote dark times will remain a part of LGBTQ plus history forever. But now, as pride movements progress and gain awareness, what once was something to conceal is now something more widely accepted. In other words, the conversation is shifting towards inclusivity. People are more open-minded of gays and embracing one's sexuality is celebrated. But will that mindset persist in parents who are being told by researchers and physicians that their child should be vaccinated for HPV? That's something we'll be exploring a little later in the episode. Now, it's important to note that HPV can enter the bloodstream without sexual activity. A cut may provide enough exposure to infect a child with HPV. And pediatric research suggests it's even possible for mothers to infect their children during childbirth. Although those who are sexually active have a greater chance of becoming infected, the chances are never zero when it comes to infectious viruses. In recent findings, the CDC reports that 70% of throat cancers, which traditionally have been caused by tobacco and alcohol, may now be linked to the presence of HPV. This development is concerning because HPV may stay latent or dormant for many years, meaning that throat cancer may take some people by surprise. Such was the case for Robert Mock, a Phoenix resident who was laying down for bed when he noticed a strange lump at the back of his throat. When Mock first sought medical attention, his doctor mistook the tumor for a cyst and prescribed antibiotic treatment. But 
the cysts continue to grow. And after a second opinion, Mock's next doctor diagnosed him with late-stage oropharyngeal cancer, a.k.a. throat cancer. This came as a big surprise to Mock, who had never smoked or chewed tobacco in his life and didn't understand how developing throat cancer was even a possibility for him. His story shows the danger of HPV-related throat cancers because they may sneak up on patients at late phases. What if Mock had not sought a second opinion soon enough? Would his cancer have developed to a stage where he would have been past saving? Fortunately, Mock emerged victorious from his cancer battle, and he now advocates for HPV throat cancer survivors. A significant part of his message is prevention education, which supports getting an HPV vaccination. Okay, here's where we segue into discussing what this could mean for parents who are now being advised to let their kids get vaccinated for HPV at age 9 through 14, which is the age range recommended by most doctors to be the most effective in preventing HPV-related health issues in the future. According to Mock, a common concern he gets from parents is that the vaccine will encourage sexual activity in their children at a younger age. Perhaps some parents worry that the vaccine will alter how their child identifies sexually. Maybe much of this concern stems from the existent but much less openly conversed about stigma against the gay community and gay relationships. So the question is, what can we do about this stigma? Today's bit might be able to provide some suggestions. Here are a few quotes from World AIDS Day that might inspire a shift in mindset. Edwin Chapin says, Every action of your life touches on some chord that will vibrate in eternity. So reflect on your own actions and how they may be fostering a stigma in your own mind, despite how much things have changed socially in the present. Is your acceptance genuine or is it mainly influenced by groupthink and the instinct to protect ourselves from negative judgment? If so, how can we change? As Henry David Thoreau says, it is never too late to give up our prejudices. So although prejudices may continue to exist and new ones may develop, as long as we filter what runs through our own head, then we can feel confident we are doing our job as people to improve the society we live in. That's it for today's episode. If you found this episode interesting and want to come back for more, make sure to follow Alphabet Soup on your streaming platform of choice and turn on your notifications. For more quotes and show updates, check out Alphabet Soup on Instagram at alphabetsoup.podcast. Lastly, share the show with your family and friends so that they can hear from me too. Thank you for listening to Alphabet Soup and see you in the next episode.